Are you having a hard time following conversations in English? Don't worry. Today, I'll show you some expressions that you can use confidently in situations where it isn't easy to follow a conversation. Welcome to Speak English Now podcast with your host, Georgiana. The podcast that will help you to speak English fluently with no grammar and no textbooks. Hi, I am Georgiana, your English teacher and founder of SpeakEnglishPodcast.com. My mission is to help you speak English fluently. Do you know how you can help me? You can share the podcast with your friends and family. Tell them to go to SpeakEnglishPodcast.com and get my free mini-course. That would mean a lot to me. Thanks. Oh, by the way, remember that you can check out the transcript on my website, speakenglishpodcast.com slash podcast. Okay, let's get started. When we learn a new language, we are eager to practice speaking with another person. But what happens when the conversation is difficult for some reason? Maybe it's hard to keep up or follow what they tell us. Or, if you are in a conversation with people who speak very fast and you can't hear those words at all or you don't recognize them, you feel uncomfortable. Although you may be embarrassed to interrupt in these situations, you can politely say that you don't understand what they have said. So today, I will show you some expressions you can use confidently in situations where it isn't easy to follow a conversation. Let's get started. Number one, asking for clarification. You could say something like, Sorry, I'm afraid I don't follow, or I'm afraid I don't follow you. By using this expression, you are suggesting that you must have it re-explained or explained differently. Examples Sorry, I don't follow you. What exactly do you want me to do next? Another example. Do you understand? No, I'm afraid I don't follow. Here are some more phrases to ask for clarification. I'm not entirely sure what you mean. Could you explain it again? Or, could you please say that a little slower? Or, sorry. That went straight over my head. Could you explain it differently? Number two. What to do when someone asks for your opinion? If someone asks for your opinion on a topic for which you feel unprepared, you can use the following phrases. It's hard to express my ideas about this topic in English. But I'll try my best. Or, 
It's really fascinating listening to you talk. But to be honest, I don't know much about this topic. Number three, what to say when you want to end the conversation? You can say, "This is a little beyond me." By using this expression, you are ending the conversation. You are not asking for clarification. You're saying that the conversation is too difficult for you. Let's hear an example. I'm sure it's fascinating what you're saying, but I have to admit that it's beyond me. I hope you're enjoying yourself. These expressions can be very useful when we find ourselves in difficult situations and have to ask for clarification. If you want to know how to speak English using the proper techniques, visit speakenglishpodcast.com and subscribe to my mailing list. I will send you my five-day video course, so you can learn how to speak English fluently once and for all, and it's completely free. Now it's time for you to learn grammar in context with a point of view story. I'll tell you a short story more than one time. Every time, I'll change a grammar point. I can change the tense or the person. This way, you'll notice the changes in context. Come on, let's get started. So last week, I listened to the latest Speak English Now podcast episode and wrote down six of my favorite expressions in a notebook. The problem is. That I did not listen to the episode enough to learn how to use the expressions in context, and since I'm not willing to listen to the same episode again, I decided I'm ready to use them in a conversation. Yes, I have not mastered the expressions, but I came up with a cool idea. I numbered the expressions and rolled a die. In the middle of the conversation, I use the expressions depending on the number on the die. As you imagine, this created all kinds of funny situations. And since I wanted to practice, I went to an English-speaking restaurant for lunch yesterday. When I walked in, the receptionist said hi. And after rolling the die, I replied, "It's fascinating listening to you talk, but to be honest, I don't know much about this topic." Next, when the waiter asked me to follow him, I took the opportunity to roll the die again, and replied to the waiter, "I'm sorry, I don't follow you." Later, I ordered some coffee, and when the waiter asked if I wanted sugar in my coffee, I rolled the dice again and answered, 
It's quite hard to express my ideas about this topic in English, but I'll try my best. People at the restaurant didn't know what to think of me. Some thought I was a madman. If you ask the waiter's opinion, he would probably say, "It's beyond me." Okay, let's listen to the same story. In the future tense. Two years from now, Tony will be an English learner, who will want to use new English expressions. After listening to the latest episode of the Speak English Now podcast, he will write down six of his favorite expressions in a notebook. The problem is that Tony won't listen to the episodes enough to learn how to use them in context. Since he won't listen to the same episode again, he'll decide that he's ready to use them in a conversation. And even though he won't master the expressions, Tony will come up with an idea. A crazy idea. He will number the expressions and roll a die in the middle of the conversation. In this way, Tony will use the expression that the die indicates. As you can imagine, this will create all kinds of funny situations. Since he's going to want to practice, he will have lunch. At an English-speaking restaurant, when he enters, the receptionist will greet him, and after rolling the die, Tony will respond. It's fascinating listening to you talk, but to be honest, I don't know much about this topic. Next, when the waiter asks to follow him. Tony will take the opportunity to roll the die again, and reply to the waiter, "I'm sorry, I don't follow you." Later, Tony will order some coffee, and when the waiter asks if he wants sugar in his coffee, Tony will roll the die again and reply. It's quite hard to express my ideas about this topic in English, but I will try my best. The people at the restaurant won't know what to think of Tony. Some will think he is a madman. If you ask my opinion, I'll say it's beyond me. Okay. That's the end of this short exercise. Notice that the changes between grammar points are subtle, but important. My suggestion is that you avoid memorizing grammar rules. It's better to see the changes in the proper context. And with a story, it is much easier to remember all this. It is one of the techniques that I use in my premium courses. I recommend you to take a look at 
speakenglishpodcast.com slash courses. Okay, we have reached the end of this episode. Repetition will help you improve your English fluency. So make sure you listen to my podcast episode several times. See you soon. Bye-bye. Did you enjoy today's episode? Get the transcript now at speakenglishpodcast.com.